You're listening to The Bottom Bible. I'm Katie. I'm Vanessa. This is a weekly podcast brought to you by a couple of bottom-loving bitches who want to talk about sex, relationships, current events, pop culture, and everything in between. Thanks for listening. To tell me what you want from me. I, I really need it. I, I really need it. Hello. Hi. Welcome to The Bottom Bible. I'm Katie. I'm Vanessa. And it is spoopy time seasons, y'all. Spoopy. It's spoopy. It's spoopy time. Spoopy. Spoopy. Spoopa ween. Spoopalish. A spoopa ween. Oh, what is the spoop du jour? That's my favorite. It's the spoop of the day. The spoop of the day. Good. Um, we're in it. It's it's October. We're doing it. Um, we are trying to make the most out of this Halloween season. I mean, it's the world is terrifying. Yes. Right now on like multiple level. It's like a lasagna of terrifying. Yes. A lasagna, a, a nice lasagna of, um, horrors yeah. and shit shows. So, um, when like spooky spooky times become not as scary as the real <laughs> world like i mean it scares me a little bit in a weird way but also it's like okay but let's dive into this other pool of darkness where it's a safe place yeah i want um, a safe nice pool i want to be scared but like in a way where it's like oh it's just a demon yeah oh it's just a serial killer <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. I, um, yes, yeah. I am I'm here for it. The Animal Crossing has changed over into the falls. It's very cute. Um, I'm ready. We've already watched a few Halloween movies. I am, I'm very ready for it. I need to just dive into worlds that aren't real because, yes, yeah, Vanessa has so eloquently put our world right now is a it's too, literally too on fire dumpster fire. It's, it's just too real. too real. It's too real. I don't I don't like it. No, mm-hmm. thank you. Yeah. I'd like to spin can, again. Can we like in French class like je passe? Can we just pass? Yeah. I'd like to say <laughs> no. Yeah. Um, to life right can now. I, I'm just going to be super like silly and selfish for just one moment and tell mm-hmm. you that I got dermaplaned. And what is that? You listening can't hear this. My face was scraped with a small blade Ooh, by that's very a licensed time. esthetician. Kind of a spooky time. So it's basically like super crazy exfoliation. It's like microderm, okay. but like on the roids. Yeah. Um, so they take like the little, uh, it's like a special little razor. And it looks, I think, kind of like the ones that are used for like the brows, like the little ones that yeah. like beep. So like uh-huh. those little ones. And, but they do it all over your face. It's a special tool. So it's similar to those, but a little different because they do it all over your face, like under here and here and on yeah. here. And, here. Ooh, and it feels like a very strong cat aggressively licking your face. Oh, okay. So it doesn't hurt at all. I had it done by a profesh who's been taking care of my skin for a long time, whom I trust and 
pay good money to cause me sometimes some pain <laughs> when she's doing the extractions. But she recommended it because I get microderm pretty regularly, but I have some spots of like dry skin and she said it's really uh-huh. good for that. And oh. so, and you know, I love a skin brightening. So uh-huh. because it takes off that top layer, you get a brightening mm-hmm. effect. And it also removes all the peach fuzz from your face. Oh. So as I said to our boss, my face, it was like a baby's butt. Yeah. <laughs> I had a baby butt face. So smooth. So freaking so- soft. Yeah. It was amazing. And so today's the first day I wore like makeup product uh-huh. since I had it done. And it went on real nice. Oh. Uh, it went on very smooth. This is end of the day. I, I put this on yeah. at about 9, 9.30 oh, okay. this morning. Yeah. So it's still like it's looking still, pretty good. Yeah, it looks great. The face looks amazing. Um, It was a, incroyable. Yeah. Um, I, not for everyone, but if your skin isn't sensitive and you're, it's something that you can get someone who knows what they're doing. Do not DIY it. Oh God. I don't think oh DIY plus razor blades <laughs> or blades and scalpels of, of any, any kind are a good combo. I know yeah. it's spooky times, but that's not the, that's not the right kind of spooks. <laughs> don't do not do not don't do that. No. Um, but it it felt really great, and my skin she is glowing. Yeah. Um, and that's all. Okay. I love it. It is. She looks, she's, she's, she's not lying. She looks great. You guys. I have to be careful because earlier I was celebrated and I was going like doing cheerleader hands and I like extended my elbow too much and it hurt, it hurt me. <laughs> so I, be oh, careful. I learned some, um, sign language from <gasps> my, from the bottom bros boyfriend who is fluent Ooh. in ASL because we are reading, we, Chucked out the garbage monster that is J.K. Rowling and decided to read Pet, which is by a beautiful, I believe, Nigerian-born um, transgender. This is interesting, and and this is what I read. She she is a. They are a transgender non-binary author individual, um, and the character signs. And so learned that this is like learned how to spell the book. It's called Pet. So P E T. And then this is P. But if you do this, it's P or penis. <gasps> penis. <Yeah>. Vagina. <gasps> that looks um, like I realized this is a podcast. Um, so this might be, we'll, we'll show. Um, She's kind of making learned, like a diamond with her. Yeah. Like a diamond. Her thumbs, holding her thumbs and forefingers together, like a, in a yeah. seven or an L. And then bringing like them a, together. Like a, oh. um, <laughs> and learned that this symbol, which was, or not, this sign, excuse me, um, where you would like basically take, this is not used anymore. They have improved upon this sign um, where you would kind of scoop and do like a nice, like a scoop, like kind of back, almost as if you're like petting a mane. On okay. your head, like you scoop it back. And that used to be the symbol for homosexual or gay. But they oh. have since improved. It was a very like, I mean, it's kind of great. It's kind of fun. But, of course, um, it's a fun motion to do. But I think to be more sensitive and to be Oh, my God. Was it like offensive and you were just like letting me go nuts right now? Oh, no, no, no. So like... they both did it. I had two beautiful oh, okay. gay men do this 
like they did it and I, mm-hmm. maybe it is offensive i don't know i don't know that or much like about one of those american sign language it's kind of like if i called you a bitch it's different than if like some other bitch tried to call you a bitch yes okay yes um and like this is like safe space like we're not trying to yeah. make fun yeah it was interesting i learned some okay. some sign language learned how to spell my name wait um, do penis one more time because i can't i didn't get a chance to see it do penis oh um i think I think it's this. This is either so it's basically like you do like an L and you kind of point it out. That's P, and I don't know. I don't couldn't remember if this is P, like I got a P, or if this is penis. Oh, okay. Either way, though. I remember my brother's boyfriend said, "Ooh, be careful! Don't shake it." And I was like, "Why?" And I was like, "Oh, that's also IRL with the with the penis. Be careful! Don't shake it. Be careful! Don't shake it." Um. Yes. And then how learned? How are you? Learned, learned some good stuff. Um, all right. Spooky time. Let's do it. Real quick. Do you know who's also fluent? Our newest <gasps> coworker. Oh, my God. That's amazing. Mm-hmm. I love that. I'm going to ask her. Yeah. How? Going to do it. You should. She's um, going to sign back to me and I'm going to be like. Is she going to be? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's going to be like when I pass. say something to you in French and then you hit me with a paragraph. I'm like. <laughs> she's gonna be like yay i don't know <laughs> thank you <laughs> okay so katie what's gonna be yes. our spooky opener um oh god that's i don't know pop quiz i know that's because I, I i wanted to scare you um oh i did i got the, scared that's the scarier Ew. that's the scary opening right now is being called <laughs> on and you don't know the answer um when i tricked you um ah. okay so this was a story that came out maybe in the last couple of months. Um, and okay. it was one of those silly stories that kind of makes the lighter, fair news sort of like, you know, mm-hmm. in the middle of a garbage dumpster fire, there's like a fun story. I mean, it's not fun because she's, you know, she she died. But fun in that way that death can happen. Um, yes. So it was a woman, a 20-year-old from Southfield, Michigan, named okay. Tamisha Beauchamp. Okay. And there was a little bit of a mix-up where she was declared dead, but she wasn't. So I read it, fell into a deep rabbit hole, and decided to tell, like, I just told Katie, hey, I somehow stumbled upon these, like, lists of people that were accidentally declared dead. Let's talk about it because we're not afraid of enough things in the world. Let's find something new to get real freaked out about. And if we're going to do it, we got to do it together. Do you know what... It feels very similar to that fear that I have with like surgery or those the stories of where the anesthesia wears oh, off, yeah. but you can't move and you feel everything. Um, Terrifying. I will tell you that our boss was having dental work done. I think she was getting her wisdom teeth pulled and she woke up. Now, she didn't feel anything before. Don't panic. She didn't feel okay. a thing. Um, but she, her eyes popped open and she kind of put her head forward and her dentist like got freaked out and said, Go back to sleep. It's time to go back to sleep. We're not done yet. <laughs> and she went, okay. <laughs> and just closed her eyes and went right back out. Um, and they did give her like something to relax her. Like, um, I think it was like liquid Valium basically to relax yeah. her. But probably not enough anesthesia because they were being careful. So she woke up, but she was so like relaxed and chill about it. That she didn't feel any pain. She wasn't freaked out. She just like woke up like, hey, what, what you doing? <laughs> and he was like, Hi, guys. Oh, we're, we're not done yet. Go back to sleep. And she just was like, okay. 
<laughs> right back out. Right back out. So that's a terrifying thing, but like best case scenario. Right. The, be- yeah. the best version Ugh. of that fear. Okay. Now okay. let's get into uh, being declared dead. Let's do it. When you're not. How clunky was that title? <laughs> declared dead. Okay. So this is about Tamisha Beauchamp. She's from okay. Southfield, was from Southfield, Michigan. Uh, she was pronounced dead only to be found very much alive at a local funeral home hours later. Um, so she had cerebral palsy and okay. also had apparently a family attorney who was very keen on making lots of statements to the press. Um, so her Ooh. attorney, the family attorney said, uh, that she is hospitalized in critical condition. Uh, she's on, in the ICU on a respirator. Uh, this was like at the time that the story came out. And the fire chief uh, acknowledged what had happened and said it was unsettling, but defended his paramedics. And then he gave this detailed account. So I'm going to read from the article, which um, I will post. Uh, hold on. Um, uh, 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 um. So this was from an MSN.com uh, um, article that was, it was pick, it was one of those stories that kind of gets picked up. And so a lot of different um, outlets will have it, but I got the one from MSN because it had the best quotes in it. Okay. So I'm reading from that article. Okay. Um, so the fire chief's name is Johnny Menifee. Menifee said paramedics of the Southfield Fire Department responded to a 911 call about an unconscious woman. They arrived at the home at 7 34 a.m. to find an unresponsive, non-breeding female. Life-saving okay. procedures and aid were initiated and continued for approximately 30 minutes in an effort to save Beauchamp's life, during which time the Southfield Police Department also arrived on the scene. Menifee said there were no signs of life, and at about 8.09 a.m., the Southfield Fire Department contacted a local hospital and reported their findings to a physician. At one point, while the fire department personnel were clearing the scene, a family member approached the paramedics and said they heard Beauchamp breathing. (gasps) They, quote, immediately grabbed their equipment and went in and reassessed her, but at no time did they find her breathing. Then, after the firefighters went back to their vehicle, a family member told a Southfield police officer that they thought they felt a heartbeat. Beauchamp was reassessed again, and for the third time, they did not find, they did not detect any signs of life. So her, the lawyer's name is Fager, uh, the last name is Fager. He told a CNN affiliate that the family's concerns did not change paramedic opinions as the fact that they felt she was dead. Uh, Beauchamp was pronounced dead by a local emergency department physician based upon medical information provided by the first responders on the scene. Southfield Police Department also reported that their their findings to the Oakland County Medical Examiner's Office and the 22-year-old, I'm sorry, the 20-year-old was transported to the James H. Cole Home for Funerals where staff made the startling discovery that she was alive. Um... So the, the, um, the fire chief Menifee pushed back on the family's attorney's characterization of the events, noting that it is absolutely untrue 
that Beauchamp was placed in a body bag by the paramedics. It is not a part of our standard operating procedure, nor do we carry that equipment. So the family attorney said that the paramedics put her in a body bag and shipped her off to a funeral home. Okay. Um, So I believe what happened was the paramedics could not detect any sign of life. And they said that it's some weird thing that happens that can happen instead of taking her to the hospital. Yeah. And there was no coroner like to arrive on scene. She's declared dead by a paramedic that is reported to like a medical official who says, okay, I'm going to like, basically I'm co-signing this time Uh of death, blah, 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 blah. So they're kind of declared dead. It's like a rat, like a relay race, like a relay declaration. And she was put in the ambulance and instead of taken to a hospital, taken to a few, like directly to a funeral home. And it was at the funeral home where that staff realized, oh, she's not dead. Oh my God. There are vital signs. And then she was taken to ICU. Oh my God. Um, so that's terrifying because everything in the movies always told me that um, you get taken to the hospital. Like, yeah. You don't... Um, I had never heard of that, that you could be declared dead kind of over the phone. Like I assumed I, coroner, a coroner had a doctor, to be present. Somebody yeah. had to be, yes, present to, um, to, <laughs> to declare you dead. Um, but uh, she was rushed to the hospital. So as soon as the funeral home found that she was still alive, she was rushed to the hospital Um, they, I guess the funeral home called her mom and, um, like told her like, okay, so your daughter is not dead. We found that she was alive and we're sending her back to the hospital. So mom like is freaking out. Um, she ended up having to go, like I said, in ICU, Uh um, and the attorney for the family is kind of arguing saying that the hours that she spent without medical care are going to like, that was going to be critical because um, how in the world was she going to recover if she's like either there was a lack of oxygen or Uh something was going on. And for, you know, it took a couple of hours for all this to transpire. Yeah. 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 yeah, Um, yeah. And so I believe at the time of the article, she was just still in critical care. Mm, okay. Um, and I've looked it up, but like the article kind of like, because the sensational part was that she was declared dead, but then she wasn't, there's like not a whole lot of follow-up. So oh. TBD, I'm not sure. Did so she sorry. pass away? That's what I'm trying to find out. Oh. And I, I can't tell because the story that was picked up was just that incident. Got it. Um, oh, hopefully if she, not. Hopefully she made it out. Yeah. Yeah. But she was last we heard in critical condition. Mm-hmm. Um, I love that I'm leaving that a cliffhanger. I, I will. Oh I God. promise you. I will research and I'll make Katie edit me at the end. Maybe we'll, That's insane. we'll finish that. But you have to you have to listen to the whole episode in order to maybe get an answer that we're not going to promise you. <laughs> not I'm not sure. Okay. 
then that was the very tippy tip of my rabbit hole because then I went okay. in and I was like, I got to like, how many times has this happened? What's, what's the, what's, what's going on? So <laughs> I found this weird website called Everplans and okay. it's like a, a website that helps you organize your life. Okay. Um, so not like financial planning, uh, final arrangement types of planning, ah, I but see, so I see, not I see. just final, but just like also a lot of financial sort of mm-hmm. advice and stuff. So I guess they put together this story thinking like, get your life in order. Cause maybe you might be declared <gasps> dead. Um, so this, this is, um, eight people who were mistakenly declared dead. Super easy oh breezy. Oh my God. We're going to just read through them. Uh, so this was Walter Williams. He's a 78 year old man from Mississippi. Walter. He was definite, definitively deceased when medical professionals reached him. And this was in February of 2014. So when the embalmer started to work on him. No. The, no. They said the body bag began kicking. Inside no. was a very much alive Williams who had not been breathing and had no pulse when he was examined earlier. Turns out that everyone's timing. So the doctor, Walter, angel of death was off because he did end up passing away for good two weeks later. Oh my God. So if he was older, he's 78. He may have just had such a low heart rate Uh that it just, whoever examined him could not pick up that vital and and just, Okay. Number two, this is 50-year-old Sherilyn Jackson. Um, She went missing from her West Philadelphia home, and police came upon a body that they suspected was hers. Two of her children identified the remains, and Miss Jackson was pronounced dead. The local paper read an obituary. There was a funeral service held, but the only problem was, can you see this coming? (gasps) The cat body in the casket was not hers. No. She was discovered two weeks later in a mental health facility, very much alive and very, very surprised to have read her own obituary. Oh my God. So not sure who the body was, if they ever identified the body, but two of her children identified her and said, Ooh. yes, that's her. That's her. Ooh. That's our gal. Is she a twin? Incorrect. That's our gal. <laughs> Okay, this is number three. Um, so I'm reading from the list because it was a, uh-huh. a good opening line, I think. Uh, it's one thing to be mistaken for dead because of an illness or a medical mishap. It's quite another when someone paid to make sure you didn't see another day. So oh. this is about a woman from Burundi whose husband was living in Australia. Okay. She walked out of her house one day and was kidnapped by men intent ah. on killing her. On some point, at some point during the ordeal, the kidnappers had a change of heart and they just couldn't oh, go through with it. Good for them. The woman, it's like a Snow White yeah. thing. The woman learned that uh, her husband hired the attackers and he believed she was she had been murdered because they agreed to kidnap her and murder her. They did this kidnap is, her. Oh my and... God. He's the, the queen. <laughs> evil queen. Okay. So it was <laughs> quite a surprise when she arrived in Australia and crashed the funeral that her husband had organized. That her. is fucking epic. That's that that's is, what I would do. That I is the would level love of petty to crash my I strive own to achieve. And be like, you thought you'd seen the last of me, bitch. 
Okay. And now this- I'm living with these delightful seven men. It's great. Okay. Um, so this one is, uh, let's see. This is a story from Russia. This is in okay. the, oh God, Primorsky Krai region. Okay. Uh, it's just across from Japan on Russia's east eastern coast. Mm-hmm. Um, this is a local paper that recounted the story of a man who seemingly drank himself to death at a party. What a way to go. Um, drinking, kicking, like knocking back a bunch of vodkas. Mm-hmm. Um, they thought he was dead. So medical examiners were examining him and he suddenly woke up a few hours later at the morgue. Then he returned to the party and joined his friends who were drinking to his memory. Stop it. I mean, oh my god! Can't stop, won't stop. The definition of can't stop, won't stop. <laughs> <laughs> oh god! Okay. Wow! Wow! Ah, <clears throat> uh, so this says: even if you watch your health, stay safe, and aren't married to a sociopath, you can oh find god. yourself stumbling into your own funeral. Such was the case of a 41-year-old Brazilian man named Gilberto Araujo, Araujo, who I butchered that, I'm so sorry, who came home one day to find his family in the middle of his wake. It seemed a body showed up at the local morgue and was misidentified as him because the dead man was kind of looked like him and they both worked at the same car wash. So one of his co-workers who kind of looked like him was accidentally identified as him. My God. And then he like came home to his own wake. That is. What's up, guys? The <laughs> ultimate surprise party. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. So oh. this is the story of a Philadelphia toddler named Delamar Vera. And in 1997, uh, the Vera family thought their 10-day-old youngest daughter had perished in a house fire. Six years later, while attending a birthday party, her mother, Luz Cuevas, noticed a girl who bore a shocking resemblance to her own children. What? Pretending that the girl had gum in her hair, she plucked a strand and had it tested. It turns out this was her daughter. The house fire had been deliberately set to cover up a kidnapping. But they, like, didn't even bother to move from the neighborhood. Oh, my god can you imagine and she just happened to notice that this little girl looked an awful lot like her kids that's a good that's a gum that gum trick is good yeah smart that's good quick thinking a sherlock mom um okay i know oh, that's impressive <laughs> so this is saying you know things are bizarre when life starts to imitate classic monty python films a 91-year-old Uh-oh. woman from Poland was declared dead by a medical examiner, and she spent 11 hours in cold storage before the attendants noticed that the bag was moving. They quickly unzipped and released the woman, and she told them she felt fine. She felt normal. Fine. And she went home <laughs> and warmed herself up with pancakes and soup. Oh, my God. That's actually that one therapist we're talking about. That's her dream. Yeah. Um, 11 hours. <laughs> <laughs> pancakes and soup pancakes and soup just a nice little cold, oh. nice little chill nap mm-hmm. i do sleep really well when it's cold i have to admit i like know i think there's some people that actually would bug. be like very into that <laughs> you're like all snug in your body bag mm-hmm. 
so <laughs> oh my so god okay so this mm, pancakes um this this is saying uh okay so you know you we've heard some stories about people waking up in body bags or in cold storage but this is about a venezuelan man named carlos camejo who it says it takes it one chilling step farther he was declared really? dead and jolted awake not by the cold of the morgue but by the sharp end of an autopsy knife no they were concerned when so the medical examiners became a little concerned uh and that they thought something they became concerned that something was amiss with the body they were working on because it started bleeding as if the corpse's heart was still beating (gasps) which it was (gasps) yeah (laughs) oh so but like, why? Why was he passed out? Like, why was he so chill? They don't know. Tweet. I mean, I know so that chill there's, there's about <laughs> getting on that autopsy table. I know that there's some uh, like medical conditions that. Mm. It, so when someone's in such a deep sleep, I, I don't uh-huh. know. Like, if it's age too. Like, if you're older and your vitals have sort of slowed down. Mm-hmm. Um, oh God! That's I don't horrifying. Yeah. So then uh, I looked up. Because this was kind of a weird website. I kept fishing. And then I found something on mental floss. This okay. is four mm-hmm. people who were buried alive and how they got out. <gasps> um, and this is all from um, a book by Jan Bondison called Buried Alive, colon, The Terrifying History of Our Most Primal Fear. Oh, God. Um, okay. So he, oh, this is dumb, but they said he did unearth a few oh, cases God. of people who went under the earth while still breathing <laughs> so this is entitled the shoemaker it's an oldie 1822 oh, okay. picture it. 1822 okay. 40 year old german shoemaker laid to rest uh but then there's questions about his death uh according to his family um he looked dead but they couldn't detect any smell and he never went rigid so there was never any rigor mortis, but the I'm funeral need went a on. Bigger confirmation than looks dead. <laughs> the funeral went on as planned. Um, uh, the gravedigger was shoveling in the last bit of dirt. He heard a knocking from below, just a rap tap tap on that on your cellar door? door. Yeah. So he started taking, you know, taking dirt out as quickly as he could. He started scooping the dirt out as quickly as he can as he could. He found, this is a shoemaker, so he found the shoemaker moving inside his coffin. His arms were drawn upward. He wasn't cold. And when an attending physician opened a vein, blood flowed all over, like the shroud he had been wrapped up in. Over the course of three days, resuscitation attempts were made, but all efforts were fruitless. He was declared dead once more and laid to rest a second time. Oh my. I'm picturing like, Eh, looks dead. Eh, toss him in there. <laughs> it's eighteen twenty-two. It's the I I don't know like no Apple watches to take Ooh. take your, your your heart rate. Yeah. Maybe he had um like some type of seizure, some type of yeah event that he got like knocked out in a certain way. Oh, I don't God. know. Yeah. Okay. Again, another yeah. oldie. Looks dead. No, I'm just okay, like, hmm, looks dead to me. Uh, this Toss is Essie Dunbar. 
uh, a, I'm going to call it sassy 30, I'll call her a sassy 30 year old from South Carolina. This is in 1915. She suffered a fatal heart attack. Uh, I'm sorry, not a fatal heart attack. I'm so sorry. Okay. Essie Dunbar. She she suffered a fatal epileptic attack. Ah, okay. Or so everyone thought. So she had a seizure. She was declared dead. Uh, doctors placed her body in a coffin. They scheduled a funeral for the next day. Act quick. Strike while the body's lukewarm. Um, so they held it for the next day so that her sister who lived out of town would be able to pay her respects. But her sister didn't travel fast enough and she only arrived to see the last bit of the dirt being thrown on top of the grave. Um, mm-hmm. She got upset because she had wanted to see her sister one last time she wanted to have a viewing so she ordered the body to be removed and when the coffin lid was opened essie sat up smiled at everybody around her and lived for another 47 years oh so she had an epileptic seizure they declared her dead and because her sister was like no 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 i need to see her open that Open that fucker back up. Sorry, Essie, you're not a fucker. The coffin is a fucker. Open that back up. And she like sat up and was like, sup. Wow. See, yeah. this is why all whenever I hear someone like go like, oh my God, like what decade would you want to live in? Um, then there's this going on, and I'm like, I'm chilling. I'm good. Antibiotics. Right. We got <laughs> sensitive me medical up, equipment. checking my vitals. That can read even Anesthesia. the quietest of heartbeats. Yeah. Yeah. Because I was even thinking like opened up a vein. Like, oh my God, how? What did yeah. he do? What, how did that go? Oh, Essie. Oh, girl. Okay. Uh, okay. Mm. So we're going back again. 1867. Love that 19th okay. century. This Oof. is a 24-year-old French woman named Philomel Jeunetre. She contracted cholera. Not long after, mm. she was presumed dead. And as was custom, a priest arrived to administer her last sacraments, and her body was placed in a coffin. Only 16 hours later, her body was lowered six feet underground. Uh, So like in the German shoemaker, the gravedigger kept hearing a knocking sound and brought her back up. Uh, It says, though no breath was apparent when a candle, uh, when a a lit candle was placed under her nose. So they would place the candle right under uh-huh. the nose. And if you're breathing the candle, the flame would flicker. So there was nothing that wasn't uh, detected. A distinct rhythmic sound could be heard inside her chest. And she exhibited some muscle contractions and some eyelid twitching. But it didn't last long because she was officially declared dead the following day, the following day and buried a second time. Oh so my god. In that case it could have just been mm-hmm. like um muscles twitching. Yeah. Yeah, because that does activity. Happen. Yes. Yeah, like, yes. like just real strong. Uh. She was just like <laughs> loud and proud. Um, <laughs> so this is another Frenchman. We're gonna end it on end this article on a nineteen year old Frenchman named Angelo Hayes. Okay. Um uh, and he has quote probably the most remarkable 20th century instance of alleged premature burial. Oh, God. 1937, picture it. Okay. Hayes, out and about, on his motorcycle, gets into a wreck because he's a bad boy and nobody can change him. Um, 
the impact threw him from his motorcycle headfirst into a brick wall. Ow. Oh, God. Probably the worst place you want to land. Yeah. His face was so disfigured that his parents weren't allowed to view the body. Oh. After locating no pulse, the doctors declared him dead, and three days later, he was buried. But because of an investigation um, that was um, headed by a local insurance company, the body had to be exhumed uh-huh. two days after the funeral. So much oh. to everybody's surprise, he was still warm. He had been in a deep coma, and his body's diminished need for oxygen kept him alive. After numerous surgeries and some rehabilitation, Hayes recovered completely. And in fact, he became a French celebrity. People traveled from afar to speak to him. And in the 1970s, he went on tour with a very souped up security coffin he invented featuring thick upholstery, a food locker, a toilet, and a library. C'est incroyable. Leaned into it, had his shark tank moment. Uh, <laughs> sorry. Why My mouth is just a gape. I, I, that is really, truly incredible. Um, so because it is the spooky Halloween times. Yes. Book. I'm a goth. I'm going <laughs> to end it on a real downer. Do it. Much like I do with do everything it. else. This is the story of a Kentucky woman mm. named Octavia Smith. Oh, I love that and this name. Is this was from Octavia. 1889. Oh, God. There we so go. Octavia Smith married um, a wealthy man named James Hatcher. They had a son named Jacob. And uh, unfortunately, Jacob died in infancy. Uh, Bummer. That's common. After, yeah, it does say that because the infant mortality rates um, being what they were in the late 1800s, Jacob died in infancy. So losing their son uh, put Octavia in a very into a very deep depression mm-hmm. and she was bedridden for several months. During this time, she started showing signs of a mysterious illness. Mm. Eventually, her body entered a coma-like state and nobody could awaken her. Mm. She was pronounced dead in May of 1891, just four months after her son Jacob's death. Okay. It was unusually hot in May that year. So she was buried very quickly. Uh, she was not embalmed because it was not the practice. In, it was not a common practice in those days. Mm-hmm. And a few days later, other people in town began falling into a similar coma-like sleep with shallow breathing patterns, only to awake a few days later. They discovered that the illness was caused by the bite of a tsetse fly. <gasps> Fearing that she had been buried alive, Octavia's boo, James, quickly panicked and had her exhumed, post-haste. He was just too late. Octavia's coffin was airtight. He found the coffin lining had been shredded and her fingernails were bloody. And on her face was a contorted shriek of terror. Oh, that's so sad. I had to bring it way down. I'm sorry, y'all. Oh. But I couldn't. It's it's spooky times. It's a spooky I, season. We're all here for it. It's a spooky <gasps> season. I couldn't leave it on some old dude in the 70s touring <laughs> in a souped up <laughs> coffin. Could not. COVID. Oh my god. Yeah. Oh. Mm. 
Like, you can keep your Weathering Heights. You can keep your Jane Eyre. I'm good. I want to be plugged in. I want there to be beyond a shadow of a doubt. Yeah. I need you to wait a moment. This is like this this rapid get them in the ground nonsense. I can't. What's the no. rush? Yeah. Like, I've never been on time for a single thing in my life. <laughs> Why should my funeral be any different? Oh, my God. Oh, my yeah. God. So, I mean... Keep a stethoscope by your bed. I don't know. I don't Can know what you, to tell you. I'm going to keep like a little mirror. I mean, like, you are stupid over there. Keep, <laughs> but, check my keep a constant, constant <laughs> mirror. Just, a constant, just keep looking. Uh, look, I can look go away. Look, Apple look. watches now. Or yeah. Like, this better be flatlining. How, That's what I want to say. How sensitive is this, is this monitor? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I know. Um, so that's truly terrifying. Oh, my God. Um, possibly even scarier than our trick-or-treating being canceled. Yes. The fact that Halloween is finally on a goddamn weekend. Oh, my God. And there will be no parties. I no. guess maybe Zoom Halloween parties. Yeah. Um, I mean, there will be some parties, which is very I'm scary. sure there, there are because um, people... Yeah. Yeah. Well, we can't have um, nice things. Like, yeah. Okay. Like life. Like um, life. I do have a great witch hat. Yes. And witch dress that I, I have two witch hats because I'm crazy. And I was like, one is perfect. Let me buy another one. Because mm-hmm. yep. that's how I roll. That's logical. Uh, that's how I Tootsie roll. <laughs> uh, which everybody poo-poos in the Halloween sack a uh, treat sack and i love a tootsie roll i love all the flavors mm, not like all the flavors roll. but i like i do like the other oh, like the alternative ones? flavors mm-hmm. yeah i like those too those are good yeah. um i will not eat a banana laffy taffy that's the oh, one no fake Why? banana I, I like i go through phases with mm-hmm. real bananas but like a fake banana flavoring i don't know if someone that made fake banana had ever actually really tasted a banana um because that is not what a banana tastes like. Incorrect. Yeah. Not a, not a banana. Try not again. A banana. Again, um, what's the rush? Get it right. Yeah. I mean, I I do love candy. Dr. Boyfriend doesn't like candy. He likes chocolate. Uh-huh. But he's not a candy fan. Yeah. Um, which I think is dumb. He's missing I, out. He just, he's, I, not a, he's not a candy man. I enjoy the candy, but chocolate is my preference, and I think my boo would go the opposite way. Like, he is a (gasps) fiend, a candy corn fiend. He doesn't really care for chocolate. I know. I am not a candy corn person. I've never – the pumpkins are as far as I go, and I, like – I literally just want to eat, like, the little, like, stem off of it, and that's enough because it's so sweet. But that's, like, yeah, ooh, I can't. I love the a, kind of like a now or later or a nerd. Mm. A nerd. Give me a nerd rope. Oh, a nerd rope. Yeah. Yes, please. Mm-hmm. R- lasso me in with a nerd rope. That's where <laughs> I want to go. I love a um, classic lollipop. Um, I do. I love a blow pop. Mm, I love a blow pop um, because it's two treats in one. Yeah, and I, I will eat a tootsie chew... roll pop. Oh yeah, but I, I will prefer chew... a blow pop. I will chew the gum of a blow pop for about five seconds before it mm-hmm. just gets swallowed. My body yeah. cannot <laughs> not swallow it. I am a hardcore gum swallower. Like I wasn't allowed to have gum as a child because my 
my mom knew I was going to swallow it. Oh. And she believed it would stay in my stomach for seven years. I am living proof that that is an urban legend because I would be made of gum. Like my skin would have broken, cracked and broken off. And I would have just been, I had an exoskeleton of chewed up gum. (laughs) You're like Andy Dwyer. There's an episode where they go and they get checked out by a bunch of different doctors. And he's like, I've swallowed every single piece of gum that I've ever had chewed in my entire life. Um, It's so soft. It just, as I'm chewing it, I can feel it starting to make its way to the back. And I just like, don't say anything. The reflex. Yeah. It's gone. (laughs) Oh, man. Yeah. So Halloween, Halloween's going to be a thing. It's going to be different. Different this year. Yeah. Um, So just get a bunch of movies you want to watch or shows you want to see and just hunker in and I don't know. Make some nice treats. Order some nice treats for yourself. I am going to make treat bags for Dr. B's neighborhood because it is very, very uh, private. And it wouldn't be unusual to think that the neighborhood kids would make the round. It's it's just like a couple of cul-de-sacs. So it's an easy little round to make. And he had said he wanted to put a table out with like spaced out little bags and said like happy Halloween, take one or something. So then I said, please allow me to make those bags. It is literally my joy Mm -hmm. this time of year. Um, And he was like, okay, well, next time I go to the store, I'll I'll buy candy. And I said, no, no, no. I need to buy the candy. Yeah. Um, You're going to buy, you're going to buy the wrong one. And he's like, how do you even know what I would buy? And I was like, it's, it's always going to be the wrong one. If I don't buy it, it's the wrong one. (laughs) <laughs> you need a high quality chocolate mixed yeah. with candy and because he doesn't like candy he won't pick candy he'll only pick chocolate mm. and you can't just have chocolate you need to have both yeah because mm-hmm. you need to be able to trade it's valuable currency on the street it's true. um um you need to be able to have some for your parents to steal because that's just the tax that you're going to pay um mm-hmm. for being driven around is they get to have some of your candy um, you need to be able to uh, never a Laffy Taffy in my candy mix, mm. FYI. It's like the Snickers Milky Way. Uh, I'd love a peanut butter, like a Reese's peanut butter cup. Oh, yeah. And I have to get a mix that has milk duds and um, 100 grand bars. Okay. And I keep yep. all the 100 grand bars. That's my tax. <laughs> Is, those are mine. They belong to me now. And then I'll get a, a candy pack that's got like maybe Skittles or mm-hmm. now and laters or like the little yeah. um, now and no, what are the little Jolly Rancher? The oh, little yeah, yeah, sticks. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Not the little pieces, but the stick. Um, and then you do a nice mix mm-hmm. of both. And no bag is exactly the same. There's a little bit of variety. So there's a whole thing I do. Um, I'm crazy. I eat a lot of the candy. I'm not going to lie. I overbuy <laughs> so that I can eat and never keep track of how much I've eaten. Yeah. Um, I love a Mr. Good Bar. That's Mr. Like Good a, Bar is mm, real good. I sorry. just took my dad to lunch at a Cracker Barrel. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. I've only been there once. Wasn't thrilled. I went again yeah. and I ordered breakfast this time. Breakfast, breakfast was pretty was good. good. Breakfast was yeah. better. But then you have to go inside the store to pay. Uh-huh. So I went inside and right by the ding dang like cashier, 
they had a box of Goo Goo Clusters. Oh my God, yeah. Which uh, our boss brought to me once when she went out of state for some sort of conference or thing. Yeah. And uh, I bought two boxes. Each box had three Goo Goo Clusters in it. Uh I took one box to Dr. Boyfriend's house to share with him. But that other box stayed with me and I ate it on the very first day. Love it. I ate all yeah, three Google clusters. Um, it's just, it's like a marshmallow nougat. Uh-huh. With, I got peanuts and I got one that had pecans uh-huh. on it. Uh, and then I think caramel and then smothered in chocolate. Mm-hmm. I can't remember yeah. if it's caramel or not. Pretty sure. I it think it's, ca- I think, I think if there's a goo, there's like a in, a, in addition to the marshmallow, there is like a caramel oh yeah like a, yeah it sounds right i'm i guess this means i'm probably gonna have to go buy more probably to make Do you, sure. we need an investigation i need a this is like yeah. the, the you know what we're not gonna be lackadaisical about this we're gonna double double check yeah the dead woman who may be <laughs> the declared dead woman who i realize i'm never gonna give you an answer about because i keep trying to search And there's literally nothing about her condition now. Last we left, she was in the ICU. I don't Mm -hmm. know. I'm so sorry, uh, Miss Beauchamp. But um, your lawyer didn't do a great job. No, he got your story out there, but then there was no and then. He was not a uh, not trained in the improv. There was no (laughs) yes and moment. It was just a okay. Full stop. Well, it's kind of like the Germans. Well, eh, yeah, looks well, dead. Eh. Looks dead. Toss them in there. I would have done that in German, but I don't know any German. So yeah, the I only German I knew was, "Do you speak English?" Mm. And if the answer was no, yeah. Well, I mean, I didn't come prepared. Yeah, <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm an American. Can't can't. I know and like I won't. slight bit of German, but barely. Like. Truly, barely, maybe a couple phrases. Like, ich bin eine Frau. I'm a woman. Um, drinking das Wasser. I'm drinking water. The ones that sound the most like English to me or look the most like English. Yeah, like, I know ich bin ein Berliner. Uh-huh. I'm a Berliner, but it's the wrong kind of Berliner. Oh, I see, I see, I see. I see, I see. He, he accidentally called himself, like, a, a pastry, like a donut. There's a whole oh. Eddie Izzard... Uh-huh. routine about Ickman Ein, Ein Berliner and it became a whole touristy thing when JFK said it um, but he was so charming that mm-hmm. the Germans just cheered they were like yes let's just do it. yes accept it yes you're a donut yes. yeah <laughs> yes you're a donut oh my god uh, well that's so... gonna do it for we're just easing you into the spooky season yeah. we have more Yes. We have um, urban legends. Mm-hmm. We have monster villain, spooky men, and people, spooky people, because we'll spooky we'll have peeps. some some of all the flavors. Yes, um, and we'll do something fun with them that yes. we can't spo- no spoilers. Um, our own kind of hometowny local sort mm-hmm. of spook. Yeah. Story, like spooky stories, ghosty stories, murders, intrigue, what have you, mm-hmm. dark-sided stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and, I mean, I'm sure so much more. So much Where more, you guys. The scariness that's in our heads, um, we'll, it just can't be contained. It, it, <laughs> n- not just the one episode. It's so much. Um, 
And I think that we might do an episode where we wear a costume. Oh, yeah. We talked about that. That Maybe the week of Halloween, Mm -hmm. we'll release that one. So we'll wear a costume. So um, we're probably not going to put an entire, because we talked for a long time. I don't want to be on camera for that long to everybody. So maybe just a short little clip of us. Yes. In our on our costumes. Um, I figure something. So I'm not wasting a brilliant on, costume. You can put on a costume and watch with and watch with us and listen <gasps> yeah. while you know, put on a costume while you listen. For look, I'm a grown woman and there are times when I go into my bathroom and I just unexpectedly decide to put on a full face of makeup. Yeah. Just cuz. Yeah. Sometimes I become a character, sometimes I become that meme girl that's in the back of the car she's got the sparkly like <laughs> glitter makeup all around her eyes kind of fucked up um it's like an after of a rave uh-huh. um yes an after photo of a rave uh participant so just like have some fun put on a costume join us post them yeah slide them oh into God. our dms um we still don't want to see a picture of your dick but if you dress up like a dick we will that, that is the one exception we'll make yes. as a dick pic Yes. You as a dick, but not your actual dick. Exactly. No one's dick. Very. We've, we see all the dick we want. We got it. We're, we're we got good. it. We're set. We're all, all set full on that. Yeah. Full of dicks. Um, well, just just the two. <laughs> one each. <laughs> just the pair. Pair of dicks. Just the pair. Um, yeah. So, uh, you know, as always, you can find us at the bottom Bible, uh, the bottom Bible at Gmail, the bottom Bible on Insta, the bottom Bible, um, Facebook. We do have a Facebook page. We don't really post there, but it's there. Um, Stitcher, Podbean, iTunes, Spotify, all those places. So yeah, we'll be back. It's the spooky season. So we're going to keep it spooky. Spooky. That was stupid. (laughs) (laughs) Take care, y'all. Bye. Check your vitals. Boo. Bye bye. Now I want to tell me what you want from me. I already need.